What well, if I did the whole um, episode of the British accent? I think I think you probably shouldn't, because I know how that I know how that goes. It leads to you trying to get me to do a British accent, I and love, then it leads quickly to my embarrassment. I love trying to get you to do a British accent. I think it's funny. Well, I'm not going to do it. Um, you should introduce our show. I'm gonna. I'm doing. I thought we were doing that right now. Uh, yeah, we are. Okay. Okay. So I'm Patrick. I'm Francesca. <laughs> this is last name basis. Welcome to our podcast. Fran, uh, I guess before before we talk about anything, I know we got we got a tweet that really resonated with you about not having a theme song. Oh, uh, so I thought maybe <laughs> I thought maybe you would like to sing us a little something, you know, come what? up with something. Just I don't know, you know, Way just to put me on the spot. Just wing it, you know. You never know, you know. Art, the best art is spontaneous. Do it. Well, this isn't a winged song. I so I like to write songs about our dogs because, duh, I'm obsessed. Um, and Phil always has this look on his face like he did something bad. And I don't know if he did. I don't. He's just a weird guy. So whenever I see him making this face, I'm like, filthy, are you guilty of something you shouldn't have been doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song. It's really, really catchy. Keep going, though. I know there's I'm more to it. filthy, <laughs> are you guilty of something you shouldn't have been doing? All right, slow down, Christina. <laughs> Calm yourself. I love how you like asked me to sing, and then I was like, ah, and then you were like, no, keep going, and then yeah, but I, I actually sing, and then you're like, okay, slow it down. Like your clever, <laughs> your clever deflection from the from the real topic of the song. It's supposed to be a a, a theme song, an intro. No, I know, give but us something, I didn't give have us something a, that has last name basis in it. I cannot just make something up about you our. You do it show. all the time. That's how you made up the song that you just sang, <laughs> literally, friend. Let's I know, do this. I did just make that song up. <laughs> Um, you got a first name and a last name. This is last name basis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That was good, but we need options. So can you give us oh something Oh my else? God, Patrick, I don't want to sing anymore. <laughs> Stop doing this to me. That was, that was. So someone was tweeted us, someone tweeted that they loved the show and then they were like, but I can't wait for you to get a theme song. And then I was like. Wait, what does that mean? Like, they're sad that we don't, or like, I don't know. Do we need a theme song? I think I not. mean, I guess, whatever. It was one of those things where when I read it at first, I was like, wah, wah. but then afterwards I thought, maybe they're right. We do need a theme song. So we're going to, we are going to work on that. I, w- I was working on it. I was encouraging. No, you weren't working on it. You were just trying to peer pressure me into coming up <laughs> with something on the spot and trying to make me look stupid For my own amusement. in yeah. front of okay. our audience because you know that it wasn't going to be good. And then when I did something, you criticized me for it. Like, come on now. That's Aww. not, that's not nice. Oh, I know. Um, Something else that we got on Twitter uh, when we mentioned not having a word for when you're embarrassed for someone, we got a lot of tweets and most people were like, it's secondhand embarrassment, which, yes, that does describe being embarrassed for someone. That apparently is the is the phrase. But it's a phrase that. and not a word. And what we really wanted was a word. So um, we did get a uh, a tweet from Nicole 410 and her idea was paramortification. I think it's great. Which means, you know, para meaning alongside, so being next to someone's mortification. I think that that is perfect and I want to start using it. I think it's great. We need we need help getting this off the ground. You know what I really like about it though? Paramortification, it reminds me of like the 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 use of the prefix hella you know, it's like I'm 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 paramortified. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I'm hella mortified for this person. Yeah, I it just sounds so natural. It sounds like a word that already exists. So shout out to Nicole four ten for coming up with that awesome <laughs> word. 
everyone start using it. And then next year, when it becomes really popular and played out, we can be like, ugh, we're so over paramotivation. <laughs> we came up with that last year. We invented year. that. So yesterday. Sorry. I just like I now I'm gonna make musical transitions for the rest of our show. I think it's great. I think it's a good way to get from one thing to the next. It's like it's like cleansing your palate. It's like you just wipe the slate clean with a quick song. Now you wanna sing. No, can you I don't. put last name basis in it? Oh, that's all I you need don't, to do. I, I'm gonna try. I'll try as the moment strikes me. Okay. Just don't force it. You know what I mean? I think that that was the problem with the first theme song is that you forced me into it and I just wasn't ready. Yeah, I definitely put you on the spot. But but it was it was for, for the good of the show. <laughs> um so remember how I said I wanted to have a segment of people saying stupid stuff on the internet? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm ready for that What segment. do you have for I'm us? I'm ready for that segment to begin. Um so this past week uh an Illinois congressman's press secretary went on and it, oh my gosh he went on Facebook and compared black people to zoo animals with the the press secretary he did. is the press Not secretary the... meaning that he is the advisor for communications for representative Aaron Shook I think that's how you say his name his job is to be in charge of communications and homeboy got on Facebook and I guess there was like a fight going on outside of his apartment he put up a video of a black woman yelling at somebody and his his Facebook status said, apparently the closing of the National Zoo has forced animals to conduct their mating rituals Jeez. on my street. Oh Hashtag my gentrify today. Gentrify today? Yeah. As if it was like an endorsement. Right. It was like an advertisement for gentrification. Okay. Listen, I really need y'all to think carefully like the list of things that you don't talk about on the internet we have hitler on there and like let's not also be blatantly racist and call black people zoo animals he also said that he thought that we should build a mosque on the white house lawn because wink wink obama must be a muslim right you know just throw throw being muslim in there like what else can we it's like he had a bingo card of like racist <laughs> assholeness. The level of ignorance is through the roof. With yeah. Him. So, of course, he resigned because everyone was upset. But I just wish that when this stuff happened. These people keep resigning, though. They, they do this. They resign. And then it doesn't seem to really make a dent because there's because always someone else. They go get another job. Nothing happens to them. Well, and, not even that. I just meant like it. Do, it doesn't seem to, you know, it doesn't seem to be making a difference. We don't seem to be going in a direction of fewer, you know, foot in mouth tweets and yeah. Facebook posts. No one learns their lesson. I just wish instead of actually being like, I'm going to resign. I wish that the congressman had b- come out and been like, I fired that racist asshole, and I'm really sorry that I had him on my staff. Like, I just feel like resigning is getting off easy. Like, put him on blast. We all need to laugh at him and revel in the fact that he's a racist idiot and should not be in charge of anyone's <laughs> press like who put you in charge you don't even know how to use your own facebook and this isn't it's not his first offense that's the it's a theme for this no guy. he had like multiple posts of him posting about like oh he called black people thugs of course you, you know what i mean y'all are slick with that one oh, i'll wow. use thugs instead of the n-word like we're on to you bro hashtag <laughs> gentrify today like get out of here go somewhere else i don't even know he just made me really mad um, another instance, do you, <laughs> like do you, do you want to keep going? Because listen, I have, I have people being stupid on the internet for days. Um, Rosie O'Donnell really got in some hot water. Oh yeah, this has been a big deal. Yeah, she got in trouble. Like it's kind of really long, but the Cliff Notes version is that Eve Ensler, who wrote the vagina monologues, was going to be on The View, and 
like full disclosure, the vagina monologues suck. It's one of those things where like in theory you think it's going to be good, but it's just not. I've and never seen them. You, you, you don't need to. It's really just a bunch of people on stage being like, my vagina's angry. My vagina's crying. <laughs> it's just like it's so terrible. I have seen a vagina cry though. Um, <laughs> what? I have. I, have. I didn't make the vagina cry to be fair. Oh my God. I'm that, just saying I've, I've. You've seen it. I've seen it. Okay. Well, we can talk about that another time. Um, so the vagina monologue sucks. Eve Ensler has gotten a lot of criticism because her show does not, it's not intersectional. It doesn't talk about women of color. It doesn't acknowledge LGBT issues. Um, she also has gotten in trouble for basically championing. She came up with her own day to honor indigenous women when like there was already a day to honor indigenous women, like missing and murdered indigenous women. And Eve Ensler was kind of like, shut up, shut up. I'm helping you. It was very like she tried to replace an, a day that existed with her with her new day. Yeah. For the same thing. Yeah. So basically huh. she wanted to like take credit and be like, everyone, look at how awesome I am. I'm helping. And then like the people she was trying to help are like, um, um, excuse me. We already have something. So there's a lot of legit criticism. Mm. Cut to on Twitter. Um, a young woman by the name of Lauren Chief Elk tweeted Rosie O'Donnell to say, hey, uh, Eve Ensler is going to be on on The View. Can you ask her why so many women of color are not participating in V-Day, which is your vagina day, um, and like have problems with, you know, the work that she's doing? And Rosie O'Donnell went from like zero to 100. She was like, you're a bully. You are bullying me. Like, <laughs> no one was bullying you, girl. Like, it was a tweet. It was not that big of a deal. And then she just like, she went buck wild. At one point, someone was like, oh, yeah, it's so easy for you as like rich white woman to say that Eve Ensler hasn't done anything, anything bad. And Rosie's response was like, I've done more for women of color than you have. That was her response. Like telling another woman of color that as a white woman, you've done more for women of color. It's just like, ugh, Rosie. And then she tweeted a picture of her with a bunch of black kids. Oh, yeah, that was that was yeah, that was the icing on the cake. She was like, look at how not racist I am. I'm surrounded by all these nameless black right. children. My cousin dated a black person. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Really, Rosie, why didn't you come? I just feel like uh, some people just really need to step away from the Internet. And that's the thing is that she could have just not responded. She just kept making it worse and worse. And now she's not on The View anymore, right? Yeah. she. And you know what? I don't know if that was like a convenient timing. Like she was just like, I'm going to go buck wild on Twitter and then I'm going to quit my job today. I'm not really sure. But she's quitting The View because she is having like marital problems or something. She wants to be with her family. Um, I think she should quit The View. Whatever. Good for you. Quit The View. You should also quit Twitter because you... <laughs> quit the you, internet. Quit the, quit social media. You are not equipped to handle social media, Rosie O'Donnell. And I don't care how many nameless black children you've been around. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> she has pictures, though, to prove it. And that's what I have to say about that. Thank you for that. You're welcome. What do you want to talk about on your little list? Oh, yeah. Well, the biggest bullet point I have is something called, is referring to something called hand angels. Have you heard about this? No. No. Okay. So apparently in Taiwan, there's an organization that provides a service to the disabled. Um, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'm trying to avoid Just using the term. Say it. What are you talking about? They give, they give people with disabilities, physical disabilities, hand jobs. What? Yeah. Yeah, there it that's is. That's what these... I was trying to... Yeah, I was trying to be a little... That's called a hand angel? <laughs> a hand angel, yes. And it's so funny. The, the name is kind of... um, 
I don't know what to make of it. I just picture two I hands just... like making like a butterfly, <laughs> like flapping wings. That's really are, is this something that people are requesting? Like they, it's a service. I'm, like they call them. And I'm pretty they... sure. I'm pretty sure it's consensual. But why no, of course. is it? But did they call themselves Hand Angels? Yes, I think that's the name of the the organization. It sounds like a gang, or maybe the Hand Angels because the Hell's Angels. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought of. And they could have <laughs> they ride motorcycles. Their logo could be the the flapping bird thing on the back of their leather jacket. I don't know why they would wear leather jackets, but maybe they would. I mean, there are people presumably in the world. If people are asking for it, like, I guess that that's their business. I guess I'm just kind of confused as to why it became news. Like, did they send out a press release? Oh, I think because it was just so shocking and so different and so strange that people picked up on it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Because, I mean, it's it's actually... Is that prostitution? No, I don't. There, there's pay. no pay. There's no pay involved. Oh, it's no. Like a, it's, a, um, it's like a charitable organization. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And well. so, what, and one of the things that one of the things I read said about it was that uh, members of this organization say that their work raises awareness um, concerning the desexualization of people with disabilities. You know what? That's actually really true. For some reason, people yeah. assume that if you uh, have a disability. That somehow you're like not a sexual person, right? And that the and which is like ridiculous because you per, per, having a disability does not mean that you don't have sexual desires or that you can't have a partner. Um, so wow, I never even would have thought about that. Sure, yeah, presumably, uh, you know, I mean, presumably anybody who's a person has some sort of desire. I mean, we all have social desires. Well, there are some people who are do not have sexual desires at all. Right, sure, but they're but that's that's they're the, asexual. Yeah, but I, that's I, a that's a pretty I'm I'm guessing a small group of the population. I don't know, dude. If you clearly are not on Tumblr, because there is a large, they're called Ace, is like the like the nickname that they mm-hmm. use, and there's like a large asexual co- community, at least on the internet, there is. So not everybody has sexual desires, but sure, okay. if you are disabled, it does not mean that your sexual desires go away. So I mean, then rock on, hands angels, angel hands. What is it called? <laughs> angel hands. Ha- hands angels. I'm just imagining one of them being like, being like, you've you've got to hurry this up. I've got a, I've got a. Um... Puppet Shadow Show to do at three, you know. Oh <laughs> you know? no! Please don't. <laughs> I just imagine like Hand Angels. Just it makes me think of of like uh, shadow puppets. Yeah, I guess. So. I mean, I just think of that symbol of like the hands making like a little bird. Or right. Something. Exactly. Actually, they they had a picture associated with this, and it, it's like a is like that a, their logo? I I don't know if it's their official picture here. I'll show it to you. It's like a knot of hands yeah. just sort of intertwined. It's um I don't know how I feel about that picture. It's, it's a terrible picture. I feel like they could have picked something to better represent the organization. But I will say despite my apprehension like the name kind of threw me for a loop, I think it is a good cause and I I do I do think it's really interesting and I one person featured uh in in one of the articles uh that was discussing this said that you know he was he was disabled and he lived with his parents. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gay and he can't, he doesn't want to come out to his parents. He can't speak to them about it. And they wow. basically control everything about his life because of the extent of his disability. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so we contacted, contacted this group and, um, and it was a really positive experience for him. That's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, kudos to them. Um, in another charitable, um, story, there is a comp, there's a company, um, it's a nonprofit called Open Biome. <laughs> That you can donate your poop to them. Have you oh heard yeah, of them? have you heard about this? <laughs> no. They do fecal transplants. Apparently, there. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Back, back up. 
So they'll pay you for it. Like it's not even a donation. Wait, like they wait, will wait. pay you for your poop. Okay. So I sell them my stool. Yeah. And then what happens? They will give you forty dollars. Forty bucks. They'll give you forty. Oh my god! For something I was just gonna flush down that to very literally just flush away. <laughs> You're just wasting. I was just gonna money. waste it. You're yeah. just blowing money, just chunks of money. Um. Yeah. Good up. Sorry, that was kind of gross. Um. Basically, <laughs> that was, that was, I didn't even. Thank mean, you for that. I didn't friend. even mean for that to happen. Basically, there is like this intestinal infection um, that like eats away at people's intestines. And so what they've done to help it is they do a fecal transplant. And apparently like the good bacteria in the good poop like helps. So Mm -hmm. they give you $40 um, and they'll give you a $50 cash bonus if you give them five donations in a week. Oh, my God. I know. That sounds like an easy benchmark to hit, though. Load up on your fiber, and I could, you are killing it. I could do that. So that could be about $250 in donations. That could be thirteen grand a year. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a part-time job. Yeah. I just wonder if that was your part-time job. Like, how would you talk about that at dinner parties? <laughs> no, not at dinner parties. Not no, while you're you know, eating anyway. No, but you know how, like, when you go to a party and people are like, so what do you do? It's <laughs> like, I don't do shit. Just kidding. I do shit and I get paid for it. <laughs> like, I just think that that's so weird. But, I mean, more power to them, right? I just, I don't know. I feel like that's, like, a super lazy person's job. I don't know, though. It's also, I, why wouldn't you do that? I don't know. I kind of just think of the fact that literally you are shitting money and then, like, you are just going to eat and then shit it back out. Like, you're going to eat, that money's going to come and you're going to eat more stuff. And then, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you kind of can't put that money away. Kind of can't put that, what? You can't, like, save that money. Like, you are. You have to spend it on more food to create well, more you're poop? Gonna Is that end what you're up, saying? You're going to end up, I mean, it's just kind of like a weird, like, continuous circle of, like, you poop and then you get money and then you eat more and then you poop and then you get money and then you eat more. It's like a little like a it's like a little like digestive economy. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that's I mean that's what I thought about. Um but if any of you but if any of you are interested (laughs) in selling your poop um open biome would love to hear from you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad we talked about that. Yeah me too. I'm actually I, I know it got quiet there for a second. I was online signing up. (laughs) <laughs> um, because it just seems, you know, at the, on, on the one hand, it's kind of it's kind of gross to have to do that, right? Because I mean, you can't just. I mean, it's great that it's be... helping someone, but I just I just feel like there's so many, there's just so much stuff. Like, do you poop into a bag? Do you have to like well, reach into the toilet? No, like, no, no, no. It's just all of that stuff is all like right, we won't. Yeah, we'll we won't just, discuss the. We'll just uh, cut all of that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you an update about my experience with it. Uh, yeah, we will check in with you and find out how what those checks are like. Still green money. <laughs> um, we also got some other tweets from Chubby Anse, who wanted to know Chubby Anse. Chubby Anse is that's a fun name. His Twitter name. I know. I love it. Um, he wants to know how we define success and if we're successful. And what kind of life did we think that we would have when we were when we were kids? Oh my God, there's a lot in there. Yeah, there's that's that's that's. Well, like, how do you define success, Patrick? Are you successful? Oh my God, I don't know. I changes day to day. If I'm broke, I feel <laughs> like I am. I am not successful. Um, if I if if something good happens to me, I feel very successful. I, you know, yeah, it's just I'm the strange. same it's way. Just, I'm very. There's much so like a many ways. Coaster. There's so many ways to define success. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think 
yes, I think for the most part, I'm successful. Yeah, uh, I... Wildly successful. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm going to go a whole different direction with this now. That's so funny to hear you say that because Patrick usually like downplays himself all the time. Like he'll make this fantastic dinner. I talked about this in the first show, that you'll make this mm-hmm. amazing food. I'll think it's really good. And you're just like, meh. It's okay. And even the other night when you made this. If the food is like the worst example because no, I will like. I'm just saying you work hard and then you're always kind of just like meh. Like you never give yourself enough credit is what I'm saying. So it's kind of like interesting for me to hear you say that you're successful because you're usually you're just kind of like whatever. I did it. I made like a puree beet sauce and like a grilled swordfish <laughs> with like special I did. carrots. I did. I made pan roasted swordfish over a, a pureed beets. With it was roasted amazing. carrots. It, it was, was cool. A, uh, put it on Twitter. Exactly. It was cool. It was cool. Like I that mean, was a success. Yeah, it was. But when you talked about it, you were like, "I did well. I accomplished something." <laughs> like you were so clinical. It was about like it. Spock. It was like really, really yeah. weird. So kudos to you for embracing your successfulness. Yeah, um, I, I think I think though I think success is. Um, is, well, go ahead. You're gonna say something. I right. was gonna say, how do you define success? I think that that's kind of something that I'm really working on all my new year's resolutions were all very like self-reflective and i think for me i don't know i think that when you're in the arts this is a big problem is that we compare ourselves to other people especially when you know a lot of like talented successful people Mm. you're like oh look so and so booked a commercial i'm really happy for Mm. you bro like you can't like you are just because part of you is like oh like i wish that was me i know and and the interesting thing is that is that that person and i see this in the circles that you run in and Mm -hmm. like entertainment and things like that so when there's a bunch of either like comedians or actors or something and one of them does something and sometimes it'll be like a marginal success it'll Mm -hmm. be like I booked the background of a commercial but nobody else in that group has done that much right and suddenly everyone's just like like just yeah. drooling over this person. I know. Like they've accomplished so much, but they've got about enough money to pay the rent for like an extra month. Right. You know what I mean? It's not going to lead to, uh, you know, their own show. On... Exactly. And not to mention the fact that someone else, this is the thing that I have to think about is that someone else being quote unquote successful, like you don't know the stuff that they're dealing with or like all the struggles it took for them to get there or like how like maybe they're crying themselves to sleep at night and they're like, I'm really unhappy with this commercial. <laughs> like, right. you know, or or whatever it is, like everyone has their own stuff. So what I'm really trying to define success is, is like not basing myself on other people mm. and like and just I, setting my own goals and trying to like hit them for myself. I think more than that, I think maybe you'll agree that, that that's part of sort of a bigger definition of, of success for me is whether or not you're happy. If you're happy, you're doing great because there's always people doing worse than you in terms of financial, you know, in, right. in, in terms of finances, in terms of, uh, you know, popularity, in terms of any measure of success, there's always somebody doing worse and somebody doing better. Right. And usually lots of people doing worse and lots of people doing better. So really, what it's really about is accepting where you are and being being happy. I mean, if you yeah. can say, I lived a life that was happy and fulfilling and, and worthwhile, instead of stressing about it or freaking out, or downing yourself all the time, which you apparently you just said. Yeah, so, well, I think so. That, maybe I'm not successful. <laughs> no, I think that the thing is that we're both kind of saying is that it's really about yourself and not about anyone else. It's like for some people, you might look at them and be like, "Wow, their life really sucks." But it, like you said, if they're really happy with what they're doing, then they are successful. So I don't know. It's kind of hard to put my finger on one specific thing that I would say makes me successful, but. I have an awesome job. I have great friends and family and dogs. And I married this guy 
I don't, maybe I'll introduce you guys to him at some point. Is he, is he one of the one of the many white men you've married so that you can impress them? <laughs> He's in my army of <laughs> white men drones. Um, yeah, I married this guy, and he's, like, super cool and stuff, and he, like, cooks. Um, so, like, I think that that means, <laughs> <laughs> that means I'm successful. Oh, my God. Um, but what about, what kind of life did you think that you'd have when you were younger? Honestly, when I was younger, I don't think I had time to think about it. No? I was so busy dealing with other things. I just, yeah, I don't think I really thought that far ahead. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to... I'm going to graduate high school and, and you know, yeah, get out of here. I don't know. I definitely wanted to be an actor. That was like my big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think besides that I had any real concrete things that I wanted to do. You hear something funny? I wanted to be an architect so badly. Really? Yeah, but I didn't want to construct. I didn't want to build anything. I definitely didn't want to do all that math. All I really wanted to do was use that really cool handwriting that they have. They got that really <laughs> awesome. Have you ever seen that? Like that architecture. You can architectural... still use that handwriting without the job. It's not factor. the same though. It's really not. Yeah, it's like that super precise, blocky handwriting. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was so cool. There's probably a font out that there. Was that was when I was like eight. I was like, I have to write like this, That's... so I must be an architect. What a weird thing for a kid to be interested in. Uh, P.S. Your handwriting is terrible. What? I have great handwriting. No, it's like. It's like it's like such guy handwriting. I feel like guys always have I'm a this. guy. Right. But I'm just saying it's always interesting to me that I feel like whenever I see men's handwriting, it's always mm. like thin and like slanty and like kind of squished. Mm. I don't even know. It's very strange. And then like every time I see girls handwriting, it's like very blocky round. and like round mm. and like flowery and just like more there's a lot like, more of it there's like <laughs> <laughs> they've done all they've written a lot more yeah whenever you like would exchange notes with boys it would be like and then this happened and then la 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 and then the response would be like cool <laughs> absolutely yeah my student when i was a teacher i there was one thing i noticed across the board was that the younger especially the younger they were girls would write four times as much and guys would write almost nothing. And not not that either one was better. The girls had slightly better chance of getting more correct information in there just because they've written more. Mm-hmm. But they were about the same in terms of quality. But the guys were like, here's your answer. They would just get like straight to the point. Yeah. And the women would cover so much ground. And you're like, I, I think I saw the answer in there. It was how, in there. How much how much of that do you think is like nature versus nurture? Because I feel like mm. I, I feel like you always hear so much about like we were watching this we watched like a millisecond of this girl's uh stand-up special and her whole stand-up special was like girls are like this in the winter this is how <laughs> yeah, girls yeah. eat pizza we fast Here's forward how- to like 40 minutes in and it literally picked up with a joke the exact same joke about how girls are different from guys it was yeah, absurd she had like a whole 30 minutes about how girls respond to the cold like girls love it when it's cold and then they do this in the cold and they wear sweaters in the cold and they're like oh my god it's cold ugg boots and then we were like let's fast forward and just see what she's talking about and like literally we fast forward and the punchline was like because it's cold right oh and like the audience is <laughs> like yeah it's hilarious so like every time i hear jokes like that because there are a lot of people that rely on this like men and women do stuff like this i Mm. always wonder how much of it is because we're different right how much is taught and how much is just innate and how much is just like some girls act that way so other girls start acting like that and then you know what i mean it's an impossible i mean that's an impossible conversation because because there's clearly a difference between men and women right and we go to great lengths to just to sort of identify with one or the other and right. then to broadcast that we identify with that sexuality of that gender that sort of thing right. and that's all part of attracting a mate so i mean in in on the one hand 
it's got to be very natural to do that. Yeah, I guess so. Because we naturally, I mean, I mean, across all cultures or most culture, I'm sure you can find one where there's something, right. you know, of course. That, that's different. But but across most cultures, there's a heightening of, of you know, your gender characteristics. Yeah, and there's like, like roles that people fall into, which I totally understand. But I guess, I don't know, just that type of stuff really interests me because when it comes down to something like handwriting, like. I know I definitely would look at other girls handwriting and be like, well, I love her handwriting. I think you'd be hard pressed to say that that a woman's handwriting or or a man's handwriting was taught to them. That that's way. what I, I mean. mean. That's, that's difficult. Well, I was just saying that I definitely picked up handwriting from other people, but I don't think that guys were doing that. Were they literally seeing each other's handwriting being like, bro, your handwriting looks freaking awesome. I'm going to write like that now. I mean, yeah, I, architects. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I like, I like that architect, architect guy. I like and where did it get there. you? You didn't change your handwriting. So I tried, though. I did for a little bit. Really? I mean, I don't know. No, I you was didn't. Eight. I don't believe, I don't believe that you did that at all. Okay. Um, Something that was kind of cool that happened to me this week is I was going to an audition and when I walked in, the girl from Orange is the New Black was there, the lead girl. um, Her name is Taylor Schilling. Schilling? She plays Piper. Like the, oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, main, yeah, the main yeah. girl. So the main I like, white girl. Yeah, the main white girl. I like almost. I literally bumped into her like, <laughs> as she was coming out the door, I was trying to go in, and I had this moment of like recognizing her, and then being like, "Oh my god, what if I just like flipped out on her?" And I was like, "Get out the fucking way, bitch!" <laughs> and then I was like, "Yeah, like on Orange Is the New Black, like we're in prison right now. Like, isn't that funny? Like, I feel like she would have been really. Oh, you, you like stabbed her with like a pencil or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, "Does this seem familiar?" <laughs> like, love your work. <laughs> uh, that would have been terrible but i did have a moment where i thought about it uh, so that was my exciting my exciting piece of the how did, week how did she react I mean, what did you because i know you can't control your facial expressions no I if didn't... you were thinking about that as you were trying to get around her in the doorway i guarantee that you would... made a face that was like i'm going to stab you <laughs> Or whatever it is, you know, whatever it was like. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that I was making any sort of facial expression. I was just kind of like, why is this girl in the way? I need to get in. And then I had a moment of recognizing her. I don't even know. how. I don't know how all that stuff went through my mind. I feel like it's one of those things where, like, I looked back on it and I was like, this would have been really funny. Like, I probably wasn't really thinking that when it happened. Right. I just thought, like, oh, my God, what could I have done differently? Just like replaying those five seconds in my head over and over again meanwhile like she's not thinking about me she doesn't care um <laughs> no but <laughs> she actually is yeah she just started a podcast it's all about that encounter with you oh is it mm-hmm. i can't wait to listen to it it's very important um yeah so i saw taylor Schilling at my audition oh and then it was really funny because um auditions are just so weird like there were all these actors that like there was one girl who was legit doing like yoga before we went into the audition. Like she was stretching like her butt was in my face. It was like the most she was doing like down dog. Mm-hmm. Downward dog. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. I just wanted to be like, you know, that's not going to help you book the audition. Right. Like no one cares how flexible you are. <laughs> you like, know that that's the most basic yoga. Pose yeah, exactly. P.S. Everyone why can do that. Why don't you impress us with like some crow or something like that? at least? <laughs> yeah. No one is impressed by your down dog um yeah so that was like really my only interesting thing that happened this week you had something interesting you started you moved into a new office this well was it this week or last week oh it was it was this week beginning of this week yeah it's it's nice i have a beautiful view i have a gigantic window it's gorgeous yeah it makes me feel so so important you feel like super professional Mm -hmm. i'm i'm overlooking new york city it's crazy 
Yeah, that's really, really sick. I can't wait to check it out. Mm-hmm. And Do not invite it. I'm sorry. Uh, it's high security. <laughs> you need you need pretty significant clearance. Do to people get know office. that I'm dating or not dating, married to someone that works there? <laughs> God. Honestly, listen, this is the thing though, is like we've been married. We're still dating though. I mean, I think that counts. Just because we're married doesn't mean we're not, you know. We go on dates. Sure. We try to go out on dates regularly. But sometimes Kinda. but sometimes when I'm talking about you, I almost call you my boyfriend. Because mm-hmm. we've bet we were dating for longer than we've been for married. For so long, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes I'll cycle through it. I'll be like, my girlfriend, my fiance, my wife, yeah, my friend. I don't. I just keep going. I'm just well, like, we I don't are, know. To... We're friends too. I mean, right. you could say that for right. sure. But um, I just want to make sure that people at your office know that we're married, and then I can just show up whenever I want. Yeah, my name should be on the gonna... list all the time. No, that's not going to happen. Why not? It just doesn't work that way. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, <laughs> well, that is really... You know, but it's not really worth going to. I mean, really, do you want to go into a law office so that you can do... I don't know. I just want to see it. I want to see what it looks like, I guess. I don't know. I'm nosy. I want to see where you spend all your time. I want to sit in your desk. I want to pretend that I'm on how to get away with murder. I yell things like, objection! <laughs> right? I know you would, too. You would. Yeah, I just want to like have a bunch of papers on the desk and like, Push them all off. Like, right. Oh, I'm never going to win this case. Uh-huh. And, like, and do all. Of Just look really serious and saying. Dun, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I definitely want the law and order theme music. I mm-hmm. want all of that stuff. I, think- I do that. I play that on a loop. All day in my office. <laughs> you don't get any work done. I get nothing done. I just, I just, I just put on the most serious face I can imagine, and I play the Law and Order theme song. That sounds really, really awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just lost my job. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was literally ahead of moment being like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> oh, you know what? I saw it's it's not the best study in the world, from what I could gather, but they did a they did a study um, concerning promiscuity. And they think that it's linked to the levels of testosterone that you received in the womb. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So one of the indicators of the levels of testosterone that you received in the womb is the length of your index finger. Really? And I think particularly... Wait, wait, wait. Index finger is... Your pointer finger. Your pointer finger. Right. So like, what is the length supposed to be? I'm like looking at mine right now. Naturally, of course. I'm looking at yours because I, a... I want to... I mean, this is... <laughs> This is important information for me too. I have a monogamous pointer finger. Let me see. Let me my take a look. My pointer finger will not leave my middle finger alone. It's like, listen, I'm I want to settle down. <laughs> like, what are you doing tonight? You could be the one. Clearly, my middle finger and pointer are like serious about their relationship. They're very close. <laughs> I guess if your if your uh, pointer finger is longer than, than your it- middle finger. Uh, no, not than your middle finger. No, oh. that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I th- and I think especially in relation to your to your ring finger, mm-hmm. then you might be more, you might have more promiscuous tendencies. Why does why does your pointer finger why is that influenced by how much testosterone's in your body? I I'm not the scientist. Oh, okay. Well, I maybe just, next <laughs> time you want to do more research. <laughs> A little more research. Before you just like so you come drop really? these antidotes in the studio. So you want me to be able to explain to you how testosterone testosterone affects the length of your fingers? I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying like you just can't just drop that gem in here and then expect me not to want to follow up and understand why someone's. I just don't understand what the link is. 
You know I what I mean? I don't either. Okay. Well, just for all of you out there looking at your hands, well, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know why your pointer finger. Just because I be can't longer. give you the science, I gave you the I gave you the conclusion. I know. Listen, babe, don't take this personally. I'm literally just joking. Okay. <laughs> and I like how you got like really. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick's making this face like I don't know if I trust you right now. I don't. I see the length of that pointer finger. And it is. I the, don't trust you it at is all. The exact right length, and it is super cute. Um, that's really weird. I feel like everyone now is going to be checking out each other's pointer fingers because of us. I'm really proud of us for doing that. Mm-hmm, that's a thing. Um, Phil's doing really well on his diet. I know some people have been really curious about that. He's become, he's become quite shapely, actually. He's really gotten a lot of his, of his, of his dog chest back, you know? Yeah, but he also has kind of like loose skin. He has this like little, I'm calling it his fat pocket. I'm always like, fat pocket. (laughs) Um, it's like this little (laughs) hangy spot now off of his belly where it used to be filled with puppy fat. Um, but he looks great. Um, I think I put a, I put his doggy sweater on and I was like, wow, this you used to look like a blob when I put the sweater on. And now he looks like a, a normal shaped dog. Yeah, so, he's getting there. He's got a little ways to go. So thank you to everyone that was, you know, wishing Phil success on his diet. A lot of people were sending lots of words of encouragement. We passed those along and he really appreciates it. Good for I think he's plateaued, though. Oh yeah, I do think he has. Plateaus. He's he's really hit a plateau. So we're gonna try to do some like um some like high intensity training with him. <laughs> we're gonna do the we're gonna do like the push ups in between sets of of you know of uh, bench presses. Filthy is joining CrossFit. I yeah, mean, we're gonna basically... we, we've got him on a CrossFit uh, schedule. Yeah, that's exactly what's gonna happen. And he's gonna get an Instagram cl- account so that like other dogs can like thirst over his hot body because that's what you're <laughs> supposed to do now if you're in right. shape. Uh-huh. How can anyone know how in shape you are if you don't have an Instagram account to share with the world how in shape you are? I don't. I don't have an Instagram account. Well, well I'm also not in shape. So well, <laughs> just, no reason. I'm like, I don't need to participate in this. You gave yourself this away is, with that one. This is for fit people. Yeah, there's like a whole. They're called fitstagrammers. They're like these people who are actually. You teased me about it because one time you were looking over my shoulder on Tumblr, and like my Tumblr is all like hot. Fit girls and bikinis. Oh my god! I was I was like, what are you? Is this what you're doing? Finally, we can share everything. <laughs> um, it's really weird. Like, not. I mean, I work out an average amount, but there's some. I just like seeing other girls who are in really great shape because I feel like at some point it's going to motivate me. It hasn't mm-hmm. hasn't kicked in yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I still am just doing the bare minimum, but I like seeing other really fit girls. So my Instagram and my I Tumblr. Like, I like is, it. Well, okay, well, I just don't well, be too enthusiastic no i'm just i'm being supportive Mm. that was encouraging let me see that pointer figure (laughs) (laughs) it just got longer (laughs) it's like pinocchio it's like um that's really gross uh yeah so fitstagrammers are a thing and phil is going to be one of them and everyone's gonna want his body uh we needed that anytime that we have a lull i'm just gonna cut it out so cool if, if you have something i do actually i i was hoping that you would uh give us a quick inspirational off the cuff theme song we don't know what to talk about we don't know what to talk about so i'm just gonna sing it out so i'm just gonna wow. sing it out that was good. Thank you. That was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. I thought that was terrible. I knew you had it in you. Whatever. 
Uh, you want to hear? Even I saw this, and, and and it just like it just popped up on I don't know on on Twitter or something like that, and it really bothered me. Um, what they? I guess I guess they invited people uh, travelers from China to eat at Panda Express. You know Panda Express? It's like yeah. a fast food. Yeah, it's like a fast food Chinese restaurant. Right, exactly. And you know what you, what they have in there? They have like pretty much what you'd find at any Americanized Chinese restaurant. Right. You know, like quick. Chinese food, and they wanted to see what they thought about it, and they were surprisingly positive. Really? And that, yeah. They Why were did like, this bother you? A lot of people were like, you know, this tastes pretty authentic. That's that's cool. I no, guess. it's terrible. Why? Because I don't want to think that Panda Express, this chain of fast food restaurants, is making food that tastes like I've never been to China. I want to go to China and eat, and eat something. I want to know that, like, if I were to go there, I could eat something. And be blown away. That would be different. Yeah, exactly. You expect the food to taste different from what you're used to. And if you... Panda Express is making authentic Chinese food, then... <laughs> you have become such a foodie. It's, like, the weirdest thing. I mean, it's cool, but I just, like, don't know the side of you. Suddenly you are, like, so serious about food. <laughs> like, really... Just... Panda Express, if they thought the Panda Express was good, like, awesome. Kudos to Panda Express, I guess. Like, they're doing their job. I don't know. And and who knows, how many people did they send to Panda Express? I have no idea. Maybe, well, see, again, why are you always, this goes back why are you to always... what, this goes back to what we were talking about. You want to make sure that you do your research, okay? I was able to tell you how much you would get for your poop, where <laughs> to send it to, the intestinal stuff. I knew all of that. The intestinal stuff? Go ahead, please. Please enlighten me on the science behind the poop transplant. Well, I'm just telling you, I knew the name of it. It's Clostridium, I think. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, uh -huh. is like, now you're going to tell us about this thing, Panda Express. Tell me the numbers, man. What are the, you don't know how many got sent there? 74 Chinese nationals were sent into a Panda Express. And then they all said that it was good. Well, you know what? I think that that's an accurate amount of 40, people. 49 of them said that they liked it. Mm-hmm. The remainder said it was terrible. Well, okay. Well, that changes everything. I can't. I can't believe you're listening to that. I'm. I'm just making up numbers. No, now. I know you are. Okay. <laughs> you really seem like you're considering these things. No, I'm not at all. Um, I just think that if a bunch of them said that they thought it was good, I mean, awesome. I don't know. Maybe they could find some way to like work that into their advertising. Um, I don't know. What else? What else should we talk about? Oh my God, I I have some interesting things on here, but I feel like we've already spent enough time talking about. Um... Well, we should talk about us. The shows about us. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, did you have more questions? Um, more? I had this question I had, but I don't know how to answer it. Um, what is it? Christy Face on Twitter. Christy Face. <laughs> yeah, her name is Christy Face. She wants to know what fictional couple are we most like? Oh man. And I just don't even have a couple that I like on television that's mm. like us we watch so many shows where like the relationships are so terrible <laughs> that i wouldn't want to be like any of them mm. like yeah like breaking bad or sopranos <laughs> or like none of those shows are anything to aspire to or like uh. game of thrones you know what i mean you could be you can be my joffrey Oh, yeah, that's what I want to like poison you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think that there's a fictional couple that we're like, is there a, um, a like fictional? Like Mork and Mindy, maybe? Uh, I mean, do you want to be more? Because he was an alien who like could barely talk. <laughs> so like, no. Um, is there a fictional character on television that you think that you're like? That I identify with? Yeah. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. 
<laughs> um, well, Leonardo DiCaprio is not a fictional character. He's but, he, a re- but I only see him. He's a real fictional person. character roles. Yeah, I know. But you named him as a person. Um, you do kind of look like him. I would say for me, <laughs> I, I mean, and this is a thing I really like. I love the girls on Broad City, but I don't think I'm anything like them. I just think that they're really funny and like I want to hang out with them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I don't know. I can't think of any. Um, but I feel the same way about like Jonah Hill. Um, Yeah, I could totally see myself hanging out with him <laughs> and like having a great time. He seems like super funny. Um, So, yeah, perfect. Now we're na- naming celebrities that we like and want to be friends with mm-hmm. rather than talking shit. But, you know, him. he's friends with James Franco. Oh, that's why he hates us. Yeah. Well, so, so we've already screwed that one up. It's okay. <laughs> Do you have any other questions? Um, no, I don't have any other questions. I didn't save any on my computer. Here's here's something interesting. Okay. Um, and this is this is like this is just awful. And you're gonna ask me for the science on this? No, I won't ask you for any science. You promise? No science. I promise I won't ask you any science. Okay. Science because I don't, will not enter this conversation. You might have you might have forgotten that I said I go and read these things just because I think they're they're interesting, I won't especially ask the you, ones that are that are heavy science stuff. I won't ask you anything. You can feel safe around me. I don't feel safe. <laughs> you don't feel safe and comfortable. No, no. Oh, they they did a test of bacteria on the subway. And oh this is, my god! This is fun. Almost half of it didn't match any known organism. What? Yes. So like alien stuff? Yeah. There's just it's just half the people on the subway are at least half are aliens. Okay. That's first, my conclusion. Okay. First of all, what kind of alien are you if you have to take the fucking subway? <laughs> like if you're an alien, you need to be able to like transport. You need to be able to be like a hologram. That's alien tourism, though. See, you they 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 can do all these crazy things. They don't need to take the subway. But oh, they, they want to. They see come here so us. that they can, yeah, so that they can take the subway and you know really get the human experience and see what it's like to be us. Yeah, and then like body snatch. I bet that that's what they're doing. They're they, probably snatching bodies. Yeah, um, baby, I'm an alien. No, you're not. I yeah, I thought that this would be a perfect time to tell you. Okay. Yeah. Well, then you can't sell your stool. I don't think that'll translate. You you just up. lost us forty bucks a day. Uh yeah. Uh, this relationship's I'm, over. I'm really sorry to tell you this way. Uh, so alien organisms are on the subway. I thought that that was going to be a lot worse because the subway is freaking disgusting. You thought that, that was going to be a lot worse. Worse meaning I thought you were going to tell me something like there's really... no alien organisms on the on the subway. Well, they're yes. not. I just want to let's back up so no one thinks I actually am. Saying well, the that... word alien means foreign and unknown, right? Kind of. Sort of. Yeah, I don't know. You're getting. We we had a discussion about space travelers. Okay. Well, what I'm saying is, is that if there are organisms on the subway and they don't know what they are, uh huh, that technically we could call them aliens. Okay. I'm just okay. So I'm not talking to you anymore. No, I'm talking to anybody <laughs> who's listening and wants to be reasonable, <laughs> just so they know that the that the uh, the strange things that they found on the on the subway a lot of it was like partial DNA and things like that and they didn't match anything but it's all just because um, uh, you know there are certain bacteria out there they probably haven't discovered and you're probably in great danger oh that just yeah. I, I know I, just, <laughs> I guess I thought I just didn't know where I was going with that so I thought um, I thought you were I can I can do say, the fear mongering like, thing I just thought you were gonna say that some like 
I don't know, that they tested all the organisms and it was like throw up or like boogers or something. I'm sure it is. Yeah. That's... I'm sure that's where the, uh, they get the, D- <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's where they get the DNA from is from yeah. like, you know, just crap that's on people's hands. Just... Yeah. And like sneezing and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. Well, I'm going to definitely wear a hazmat suit next time we go on the train <laughs> as if I'm not grossed out on the subway enough. Yeah. The subway is freaking disgusting. There's nothing worse than like, remember one time we got on the train and it smelled like so freaking bad. And there was a lady like eating like a hot plate of food. Mm-hmm. Like I. Can... People. Yeah. People will set up like a banquet on the on the subway. It's cars. so disgusting. I mean, maybe if you're eating like some trail mix or like an apple or something. Mm, I, could... I don't even do that. I could let you get away with that because it's like not messy and not like pungent. Right. But, it's not intrusive for everyone around you. Right. It's like, don't get on the subway and eat like a hot thing of pasta. Mm. I saw a... Or eating like a like a tuna out of the can and you're using your fingers to do it. It's just disgusting what yeah, you see. Yeah, it's really gross. I saw a picture of a woman frosting a cake on the subway. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> no, it's not. That's great. You know what? She she was a cake maker, and she was had a place to be with a cake that was bought and paid okay, for. Okay, do your job. Was... <laughs> like, I'm sorry. The subway is not the place to do that. She was she procrastinated a little bit. You know, we've all been there. No, we have not all been You've there. You've never frosted a cake on the subway. Um, No, I have not. If I need to frost a cake, I'm going to do it in the comfort of my home, not between 34th Street and Penn Station. <laughs> like, that's so gross. Wait, 44th Street and Penn Station are the same, same stop. That's okay. 34th Street and Rockefeller Center, which is literally like two stops. Um, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to like frost my cake at home. You're, you're also not going to bake anything. I've baked. Before. No, you haven't. When have you baked? In the time, in the like almost ten years I've known you, I don't think I've ever seen you bake something. I made those um those Pillsbury cookies that are that you slice the slice and bake. The ones that are already the ones that are already broken into pieces. No, you they're just not. Tear um, them off and throw them in the oven. Excuse me, they're clearly not broken because they're called slice and bake, meaning that you have to slice. So them you actually first. slice them. Yeah, oh, I sliced that's impressive. them and then I baked them. Score one for Fran. I know, and they were freaking delicious. <laughs> um, I made slice and bake cookies. I also made um, banana pudding a few times. I made that. No, you did. You not. just ate all of it. No, um, excuse and me. And then you took credit for it. Oh no, 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 no. That is, okay. First of all, I definitely made that banana pudding when we went to Fourth of July with my grandmother. Uh-huh. I made. Are you really going to act like you made that? Because you definitely did. I don't really it. remember. I just, I just know you just it's in take, your nature to. You just want to take credit. And you know what I also made? Uh-huh. I also made um, that Thanksgiving, the French toast casserole. That was freaking bomb. Again, I made that. No, you did not, babe. I made that French toast casserole. I absolutely know for a fact that I, that I made it. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll give it. I'll, I'll let you believe what you want. So to I just named three things that I've baked in the past ten years. Okay, we're just gonna have to agree to let you keep lying to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, wait, what were we talking about? I have no idea. Frosting and cake on the subway. Oh, the disturbing things you see on the subway. Yeah, we said that we wanted to have like um, uh, America's Got Talent X Factor type show. On A the Q train. Factor, because that's our train. The Q Factor. The Q Factor. Because people are always performing on the train, and personally, I've yet to really ever be blown away by any of the train performances. But I've always wanted to like try and upstage someone. Yeah. Like someone comes on the train singing, and I'm like, 
oh yeah and then I like bust out a speaker or I start like doing my own dance um feel free to do that if you <laughs> ever on the subway and someone starts performing I don't know I just I guess I'm so like jaded when you first get here it's really cool and mm. then it gets really annoying I'm afraid I'm gonna get kicked in the head oh by the by the brick dancers yeah because they're swinging around all those poles they're the worst because they they play really loud music and they're too loud for your headphones and the music's and just... terrible and the music's usually not what you want to hear, but it doesn't matter. Anybody's music playing out of their phone or boombox or whatever it is mm-hmm. is like is is not fun because you have your headphones on. And you're just trying to trying to listen to your music, and or, then they start swinging around. Some of them are good. The best one I ever saw was maybe like seven years old. Really? He was. I mean, this guy was. This kid was really, really good. Do you think there's like a ring of these like subway performers? Yeah, it's because, a pyramid scheme. They pay they, their way up the, because they this chain. All start their performances the same they're always like what time is it show time what time yeah, is do. it show time <laughs> and then they're always like ladies and gentlemen and they like start clapping and they always have like weird jokes about how they like, don't have insurance or like they they don't have any money like it's just it just feels like someone is teaching they make them. i don't have insurance jokes i don't think i caught that one yeah i because one time that they, they well i've seen this multiple times where they pretend to hit their head at the top of the train yeah yeah, yeah. and then they're like oh you thought I might hit my head, but I can't go to the doctor, so make sure you give me some money. We don't have insurance. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I don't even know. It's just like the weirdest. The worst thing that's ever happened to people, I think. Sorry, I just thought of this. The no. worst thing that's ever happened to people who are asking for money on the train have to be headphones. I was bobbing my head to whatever. I was like really, really just jamming on this train. I look up and there's a guy standing there. You know how they position themselves at one end of the car and they look down yeah. and they give their like speech. He must have been giving an, uh, giving like his long speech. I'm sorry. Like right in blah, front blah, of blah, you. Blah. He must have been. I didn't catch any of it because I look up and we lock eyes and I'm like bobbing my head and smiling at him. And he's like, oh, great. You're and, he's, money. and he's looking at me like. <laughs> What are you doing? This is the part where you do. She, he's looking at me really expectantly, and I'm just like staring him in the face yeah. and smiling and 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 like bobbing my head. And I just, I was like, oh my god, this guy has just asked me for something. I've been in that same position. I always like try not to touch my purse whenever people are asking for money because I'll always be like looking for lip gloss, and then they're like waiting for me, and I'm oh, like, yeah. oh no, I'm just putting on li- my my lips are just like really chapped. <laughs> Looks so bad because I'm like digging. He's offered them some chapstick. <laughs> no, I'm not offering you my chapstick. Get your own. Um, but yeah, that is definitely like really awkward. Uh, the subway is just like a weird. It's just like its own living system. Well, clearly because there's like alien bacteria on there. Um, yeah. So I'm sure if you're listening to this on the train, you're gonna feel really uncomfortable and weird, which is a perfect note for us to end the show on. <laughs> Um, they, Stay safe, America. <laughs> um, make sure that you lock your doors. Um, this is me giving the pitch about people listening to our show. Oh, so uh-huh. is that okay? Am I allowed to proceed? Oh yeah, sure. You do. You do. You do. You. <laughs> um, make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. We're also now on Stitcher which is an app for Android. I think it's also an iPhone. So definitely make sure that you subscribe and make sure that you rate us and tell everyone how much you love us. And you can also tweet us with the hashtag last name basis or tweet both of us, tie optional Jessica Lee. Um, I think that's all my housekeeping. That's it. I think that's a, I think you've done it. Should we do a, um, a theme song outro? I think you should. Yeah, absolutely. Give it, give it to us. Francesca and Patrick. 
last name basis. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, yeah, I'm really sorry that you just had to be subjected to that, but whatever, I tried. Uh, I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is our podcast. We will talk to you next week. Last name basis.